All right, and welcome back to Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. This is actually a guest interview where I was on the Hype Girl podcast. If you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend it. Um, Catherine Dean is the host, and hers is very much focused on anxiety and like how to overcome that, um, as well as other mental health topics. I was on there to talk about my previous mental health issues and how I use strength training to overcome them. We talk about the benefits of exercise. We talk about both of our pasts, our mental health, and how we overcame them using fitness and exercise. And and um, if you haven't seen her, her podcast before, I highly recommend it. Um, along with this episode, I think she has a lot of great, amazing guests. And I would highly recommend giving this one a listen as well as her other episodes because she just has a great podcast and does a great job. And I love the work that she does. And I've also talked to her um, off air as well. And she is lovely. So I hope you like this guest interview where I was the guest. Um, let me know if you would like more original content where it's just me talking, or if you would like to see more podcast episodes where I was actually the guest on different podcasts. Um, I'm trying to do this more now. And I, I would love to know if you find it interesting for me to be the guest or if you find it more interesting uh, for me to have guests or have my own solo episodes. So without further ado, here's the Hype Girl podcast and enjoy. I'm Catherine Dean, host of the Hype Girl podcast and creator of Hype Girl Coaching. Oh, and did I mention that this 5-1 ball of energy is the official Hype Girl of Instagram? But you can just call me Kat. I'm an anxiety and mindset coach, an unfiltered motivational speaker, and a self-proclaimed anxiety warrior. In my program with women, Hype Girl Coaching, I work on a one-on-one -on -one setting to guide them into reclaiming their power from anxiety and mindset blocks so that they can live their best life and make shit happen. It's about overcoming what is holding you back from leveling up, getting unstuck, and rediscovering the truth of who you truly are so you can go out and take inspired action on your goals and dreams and the bonus you learn how to become your own self-motivated hype girl like me look i know what it is like to be in the shadow of anxiety and self-doubt and feel stuck but girl let me tell you on the other side of the shadow is a beautiful abundant light that is yours for the taking and i aim to show you how this podcast will be filled with solo episodes that give you the tools and resources necessary to implement into your own journey. And it wouldn't be complete without high value, bombastic guest interviews who will be giving you actionable takeaways into mindset, personal development, and business. Hell, sometimes it's all of the above. This podcast was created so that we could use our voice to share our truth, light, and love and spread the freaking hype. I'm so excited you're here. So let's go in and just dive into another episode. What up, Hype Tribe? We have another guest interview for September. I did promise to bring y'all two amazing guys to this month's segment. So we're, we've had so many women on, right? And, and I love, love, love my fellow female, but I wanted to give some of the guys love that are doing amazing things that are out there rocking out and they're out there also supporting us women too. So that is what I brought y'all. Mark Breeden is an online fitness trainer. I brought him on the show today to share not only his journey to exercise and fitness, but also also one of his falls, right? 
and how he overcame that as well and how strength training improved confidence and fitness for him and not only him, but his freaking amazing bombastic clients. We talk about confidence building blocks, the myths about strength training and how a strong body can build a strong mind and life. We go deep into a lot of confidence. We go deep into strength training, into fitness. It has been a while since I've had on a fitness enthusiast like myself. So this is going to be a lot of fun guys. Without further ado, I'm going to bring on Mark. Man, let's let's dive in, Mark. I am so excited for today's podcast interview. This is going to be such a treat. I really appreciate you for hopping on on a Saturday. I know our weekends can be really productive and sometimes... I, mean, I, don't, I don't really take days <laughs> off anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, okay, okay. So your team no sleep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this work-life balance everyone's talking about is. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I totally understand. I, I feel like I'm I'm working just just about every day. So um totally feel you on that. But thanks for hopping on the podcast. So can you introduce yourself a little bit to the audience and kind of give us an idea of who you are, what you're doing now, and how your journey how your journey started with fitness and exercise? Yeah, for sure. So I am an online strength coach. I work with women in strength training and really kind of like building their confidence from the process of strength training and really moving away from the weight on the scale, moving away from training for aesthetics or exercise as a punishment and really trying to make it more about self-care and just kind of proving to yourself like how badass you are. That is definitely not how it started my first fitness journey. Um, I would say when I was in high school, kind of had like low self-esteem, low confidence. Um, tried working out because I feel like that's the thing that you that a guy tries to do to boost his own self-confidence originally and training for aesthetics originally. And I always found that there was a big flaw for that because you end up just comparing yourself to other people who are more aesthetic than yourself. It almost ends up becoming like a, a comparison trap and regardless of what results I was seeing, it was always kind of like never enough and not very fulfilling. Uh, I eventually got a coach who really put me focused on focusing on strength. And ever since then, strength training has been the thing that has improved my confidence, I would say, the most, definitely the most consistently in my life. Even though like mental health has kind of been like up and down in the past, um, strength training was always kind of like the foundation that like kept me kept me strong for not to be as punny as I was hoping that would be. But that I think is, you know, kind of the journey that I came from. And I just decided to focus on that for my own business. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that part of your journey. Um, if you don't mind, can you, just because we are on this podcast, we are really big advocates for mental health. And, you know, we talk about all the different kinds. We've had a lot of people on here talk about their different, you know, falls with mental health. So can you briefly kind of go over or, or dive into a little of what your fall looked like with your mental health? Because I know you said that played a part in your journey as well. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I think, you know, it's tough to say that I, I was officially diagnosed at 18, right? That was the, the diagnosed date. When it was actually started is hard to, is hard to say, but that was when I officially like got the doctor's like check mark. On that yeah. One. Seal of approval. Yeah. Yeah. Although like, I think there's a good case to be made that it started earlier than that for sure. Um, and a lot of that came down from like not being filled, um, lack of self-confidence, lack of self-esteem, lack of self-worth. And when I found is that 
when you focused on for, it was very focused on other people. And I think that was really the fault is that like what people thought of me was a big factor in like how my self-confidence was, which made it very out of my control because not everyone's going to like you. And I think regardless of who you are. And so it was not a good coping mechanism to have other people's approval to be the foundation of your confidence. And that is really where strength training, I think, came in for me is like, there was definitely times that were very not good. I think times of real low lack of self-fulfillment, real mental health down to like, I would say to the point where like, I had like written a will, not a will, I guess like a goodbye letter, like the whole thing. Um, that happened like twice in my life. Um, but really, the, the only thing that like kept me afloat during those periods was then I had strength training goals I wanted to work on and was enjoying that process. So that's why I was a big advocate personally for myself. And, but yeah, it got pretty low at one time, uh, doing a lot better now for sure. So I don't want to use this as like, Oh, like my life journey is so sad. Really those times has built who I am today. So while they were sad at the time, they were necessary stepping stones to who I became as a person. So I, I don't look back on them as like my life was so challenging or anything along those lines. Yeah. And I feel like you've really done a great job at turning pain into purpose. And not only that, but you have a level of empathy and compassion because it's happened to you. So, and I know you don't want that road for anybody to go down, right? Especially your clients that you're working with and you know, the struggles with the comparison trap and just feeling that low. So I think it really helps in building a business and being an entrepreneur too, to have that empathy and you have that. So I just want to commend you on that. Thanks. No, I, it's my my job's great. It's um, really, I'm just building the confidence of women is I get to do every single day of my life. So uh, it's hard to get better. It's hard to get much better than that. I love it. I love it. I'm so here for it. So what are some confidence building blocks that like you learned along the way and that you see your clients learning along the way too. And how can we incorporate those into daily life? Yeah, absolutely. So I think I kind of want to talk a little bit about like how confidence can be built. And a lot of the times confidence is built off of accomplishing things you never thought were possible because it puts yourself in like a new, like who am I as this person that like, if you accomplish something you never thought possible, you look at yourself differently in a very positive light. So a lot of women will come to me you know, they've never gotten one pull up, they've never lifted a heavy weight, or they were told not to lift a heavy weight. And so in the process of strength training, you slowly make these like, almost like micro goals where you start like increasing more and more weight, um, you start getting stronger, you start doing activities you never thought were possible. And so you end up shifting yourself just in a, you just see yourself in a different way. You, you go from a person who's like, oh, like I'm not overly strong or I'm vulnerable or I could never do that. And then when you accomplish that, you change how you see yourself. And that's a very powerful process that I think strength training doesn't get enough credit for, that the journey itself just slowly builds your confidence from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and I think sometimes too, strength training can get like some not necessarily like a bad rap altogether, but it's just like, oh, you're just in it for aesthetics. And it's like sometimes, actually, no, a lot of times it's much more than that. There's something that's driving you to want to push yourself or really prove to yourself that, you know, you can do this. And I think it's important to remember those little micro like goals. We don't even realize our trainers are doing that. We're actually setting goals and crushing them. And that builds confidence too. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's like if you're, you know, I, I know a lot of women who come to me is like they would just love to lift, deadlift 100 pounds. That would be an amazing feat in their eyes. 
And then they, you know, I've had clients where they accomplished that in six weeks. And then they're like, it happened way sooner than they expected. They're stronger than they thought they were. And so you're just exceeding your own personal expectations. And then you can keep going with that and you can always get stronger. And you're, you're always just continuously proving yourself. You know, you start at the beginning where you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Um, am I going to see any results? Like, should I be lifting this much weight? And then slowly over time, you're like, well, you know, that wasn't as hard as I thought it was. Maybe I should try adding more. And then through that process, you just end up becoming a badass lifter. And yeah. that's something that's very hard to replicate as well. I think it's like strength training is such a controlled environment. And it's also easy to give yourself credit, even if you come from an area where you don't normally do that. Because the weight on the bar is the weight on the bar. I think with aesthetic goals, you know, maybe you look better, maybe you don't, or maybe you look better, but now you're comparing yourself to new people. And so like, maybe it, it, you don't necessarily build self-confidence with like weight loss and aesthetic goals. But with strength training, it's like, well, you know, you're getting better because you used to lift 10 pounds and now you lift 40 pounds. And it's like the number's the number. Like, yeah. it's very easy to understand like, oh, I am improving. Like I went from not being able to do pull-ups to be able to do, do pull-ups for reps. So like clearly I'm stronger. And I think like there's a real value to that on like your mind has a very tough time tricking you into thinking that you're not succeeding. And that's very exciting. Yeah. And I think too, it's important to remember we're in like this age of instant gratification too. And we see all these people doing things and we think it happens in, you know, one day. And while, you know, you can probably reach like some amazing goals in six weeks or four weeks or something like that. I think it's just having the patience to know that you can get there too. And just to watch and journal your progress too, because that helps boost your confidence. Yeah. I think keeping track of the weights you used to use and then comparing yourself later goes really, really far. And I would say like a lot of the, um, the women that I work with originally, they have like kind of a mindset on like what they think they're going to be able to accomplish. And almost every time it is drastically undershooting what their potential is. Like, all, you know, the, the women who come to me and they're like, I want to deadlift hundred pounds. If they really wanted to, could probably one day deadlift 300 pounds. And that's what makes it really, really fun is that like, it's not just like, you know, you, you go way beyond your expectations, assuming that the training is good. That's hard to beat. I got to say, like, that's yeah. tough to beat. Like I've tried a lot of things for confidence. Um, like done a lot of like cognitive behavioral therapy, done like medication therapy, the whole, like the whole, like, like the, the, the normal stuff I would say for people with depression and anxiety. Yeah. Um, this one's been tough to beat. And this one's also been, I think like the most consistent, like regardless of how I felt during my life, this was always kind of like one area that like I could control and feel badass. I love that. I love it. So since you help women specifically, what are some myths around strength training for women? And like, what kind of resistance do you see your clients have initially? I think the biggest resistance that I see a lot of the time is what their training should look like. I th the problem most of the time is not that the women aren't working hard enough. A lot of the times that they're working too hard. Um, that they don't give themselves the rest they need, that they're doing sets of 20, 30, 50, and they're working really, really hard. And that's kind of what is expected. And I think a lot of that comes from other people and like boot camp ideas and like media. And, you know, it's not cool to see the athlete on a rest day. I think that's like, it's not cool to see them taking a break or, you know, that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't sell Gatorade, but that's the way that you get stronger. And so I think a lot of the times when women come to me, 
I'll give them the program and they almost kind of look at me like, where's the rest of the workouts? Like kind of that they're so used to training, you know, five, six, seven days a week that when we start training three or four, they're like, this is like half the work that I'm used to doing. Like there's no way this will help. And then it does. And then it almost like changes their whole mindset on like how they see training. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And what about the myth of don't weights make you look bulky? That's, I, you know, I'm surprised in this day and age when we have so many women representing, you know, strength training field and that, that part of exercise and fitness, that is still something that people talk about. So how do you, how do you handle that? If you have someone that's like, well, I don't want to look this way or I don't want to do this. So, you know, like, how do you handle that? So I've kind of taken a different spin on it because you're right. Like I think what we see is one person worried about being bulky. They're worried about lifting weights. And then every coach that I know is like, oh, it's not going to happen. And like they kind of explain why. I think what we need to do is reframe the question because most of the time when women are like, I don't want to look bulky, they actually have a certain person in mind. Maybe it's a bodybuilder. Maybe it's a woman at their gym already. So when we think, I think when coaches think bulky, we think like literally a dude, right? Like, and we're like, there's no way that's going to happen. Um, but sometimes when women are worried about getting bulky, there's actually like a, a build that they have in mind. So what I prefer to do instead is kind of like, okay, like what is bulky to you? Like, let's talk about that. And sometimes the person they think is bulky, it's not that you couldn't become bulky with lifting weights is that the work required would be so high. The idea that it would happen by accident is not going like, so kind of an example, like there's like women who are considered bulky in bodybuilding. Like they're just, they have a lot of lean, they're very lean, but they have a ton of muscle mass, like broader shoulders. Those women train six, seven times a week, twice a day. They have very specific diet regimens. They probably took them, over 10 years to get to that level, there was probably a little bit of steroids or something along those lines. So for a woman who's worried about that bulky look, you know, I think when you explain how that woman got to that level and you're like, well, we're not going to do that, that it kind of reassures her that like, it's not, it's not going to happen by going from five pound dumbbells to 10 pound dumbbells. So, and I kind of like that for me better because it's not just like shooing away her concern. I guess the correct answer is like women can get bulky, but the required amount to do that is so high that as a regular individual within the norms, I would not worry about it. Yeah. So it's basically explaining this is everything that that person in your mind had you to get there. And it's like, how does that sound for you? Like that's, that's not necessarily the training and like what you had in mind is, and they're usually probably like, Oh no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean now. And then it's like, like, are you, like, you going to plan on taking testosterone? No, <laughs> we're probably fine. Then we're probably like, then it's going to be okay. That's awesome. I love, I love reframing the question. I love that so much. That's an awesome way to put it. Um, I wanted to ask too, like with your clients and their mindset shifts, can you brag on without, of course, like if you don't want to name names, of course, but like just bragging on some of your clients, like their biggest mindset shifts and how it's impacted their life, like with strength training. Yeah, absolutely. So I think a lot of the times is with my clients. So I don't do weigh-ins. I don't do transformation photos. Like we really just focus on goals that are about strength, which for a lot of my clients is pull-ups and deadlifts and squats. Those are kind of like the main ones, sometimes push-ups, but those are kind of like the ones that get them like really, really excited. So there was kind of one client, she, you know, the most she ever lifted off the ground was 40 pounds as an example. And she kind of felt like that was the amount she should be lifting. 
And I kind of, I went to her and I was like, okay, like, what would you love to live? Like, what is the amount that like in a perfect world that you would accomplish? And she was like, well, I think my body weight. So like about 170, which is what she was at the time. And so I'm like, all right, let's go through this process. I, if you don't get that number in four months, I will give you your money back. And so I just told her at the, at the beginning of the gate, I was like, we're going to crush this. And if not, like, you'll just get trained for free. Anyways, we hit it two and a half months in. And she was kind of just like amazed that she could do it. And it was one of those things that I think she was going through the process originally. And at first she was like, this isn't going to happen. And then, you know, four, four weeks in, she was like, all right, like we're already at 100 pounds. Like we're doing it. And she's like slowly starts believing it. And there's a video of her like where she gets it. And she just starts doing this like really excited, happy dance in the gym. And she like knows she's being camera and she just like freaks out because I think this was something that was like, yeah, maybe, you know, in 20 years I'll get my body weight deadlift. So when she got it so quickly, it, it, it just like broke expectations. And she was also a person who got more excited about lifting. She felt more comfortable in the gym. It stopped being about like, you know, do I look big or am I like an athletic look? Um, it just became about like, let's just crush some heavy weight today. Like, I think that was the exciting part is that the reason that she went into the gym went from, you know, training for punishment, like doing lots of reps for, you know, quote unquote toning. And she was just like, you know, once she hit that goal, she was like, what can't I accomplish? And now she's, you know, she like, like lifts in the two hundreds now. And like, she's like, she wants 300. Like she just keeps, and she just keeps crushing her goals and her confidence has really just come with it. That is Awesome. Holy crap. Well, congrats to her and to you. Like phenomenal coach. And then she just clearly unleashed her inner height girl, which I totally love. <laughs> yeah. No, she's in like just like a regular lifter now. And she like totally ditched running, which is like what happens with a lot of my clients. I think a lot of them feel like they have to like run to be healthy. And then she she's like, no, nah, I just want to lift weights and she's healthier and happier and just strong and feels feels badass. So that's awesome. I think it's crazy how we can have a lot of mind blocks too when it comes to like the amount of weight that we can lift. Of course, like proper nutrition and everything, making sure we're fueled because if we're not fueling our tank, of course, clearly your lifts are going to feel like crap and you're not going to be able to lift. But it's like being able to like put the nutrition to it, fuel your body and then lift. I know whenever I was with my trainer many years ago, you know, I used to think that she was behind me, like kind of assisting me with like the heavier squats days, you know, when we were like going heavy and it's like, we're pushing ourselves. And it's crazy because I thought she was behind me and like really assisting me. And I was focusing so much. I wasn't paying attention. And she was just like, no, like you were doing that, like all on your own. I wasn't doing that. Like, it's crazy how we can break free too of those like limitations in our mind. We can do so much more than we think, especially with our body. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so much higher than I think people expect it to be. Yeah, I think I'm a genuine believer that I think uh, any woman of any size can deadlift at least 250, 275 if she really wanted to. Like, and I've yet to I, I've like yet to see an example where that didn't exist. But a lot of the, that's not what you think. A lot of the times, like a lot of like you know, a lot of women are like, man, if I could just have like. 115 or like one plate like that would be like really intense and i'm like you could probably do two if you really wanted to like you just have to put the work and that's really cool and it's an environment where again it's like it's hard to trick yourself that you're not accomplishing because you go from because it's clearly more weight the weight doesn't fluctuate it's not like well on thursday this weighed 45 and on friday it weighs 40 like you're just like you're you're getting better 
you're proving to yourself what you can accomplish, you're exceeding expectations and you're, you know, realizing your potential is so much higher than you thought it was. And that's kind of like really where the confidence was built for me as well as for my clients was in the gym. And it extrapolated into the rest of life because it was like, well, if I can accomplish, I realized I could exceed, exceed expectations there. And to this day, like, I don't think I would have started my own business if I never went into strength training. I never thought I would have, you know, run my own podcast or like feel comfortable being a guest on someone else's podcast. Like it just, it opened the door indirectly, but still for many other aspects of my life. So beer. So essentially you believe like building a strong body can also build a strong mind and a strong life as well. Yeah, I think so. I think it would be extremely hard to differentiate between the two. If your focus is strength, like you just, you're in this environment where you have control of everything and then you can just show yourself how great you are. And then you, you just realize over time, like that doesn't have to end in the gym. It's such a cool process to see as a trainer as well to see someone go from like, Oh, I don't know, like maybe I shouldn't use as much weight or not comfortable in the gym setting to like, you know, being pumped for like the heavy lifting day, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. You're doing such an amazing job with that and you're really crushing it. And like just hearing your story of, you know, where you've come from, like the fall and getting into your head with the depression and really, you know, going through that hard time and that difficult time to where you are now, like you're literally on TikTok and you're on Instagram videos and you're on a podcast. Like that kind of journey is truly one of the, it's what I love about having guests like you on because it shows that it's a journey. And if you can give yourself enough, like, you know, resilience and patience and just trust in the process, like everything in the universe works itself out. So I think you're doing awesome, awesome things. But I did want to ask you, cause we were talking a little bit about like building a strong mind and building a strong life and body and strength training. And a lot of times fitness is that gateway, right? We, the right. Gateway, you know, and, uh, I love it so much, but what, what about setbacks? Like we, we can have a strong mind, we can have a strong body, you know, we can have a strong life, but setbacks happen. And I know for a lot of people, this COVID like was a huge setback. Some people still aren't even at the gym and they're, you know, doing home workouts, you know, and they're, they're walking more outside, getting outside in nature, which I have been, but how do you build a resilience and like really push yourself forward despite setbacks, especially around our fitness? Hey, absolutely. And I think for starters is with not having a gym, you know, your kind of your two options are to buy a full gym, which is not usually normally the card for most people, or, you know, setting new goals during this time of quarantine. So a lot of that has been like recently I, I've had more women more interested in pushups than ever before. And I think like that's, that's been like a big goal as well is that like women who want to be able to do, you know, quote unquote, not girl pushups for lack of a better word, they want to be able to do pushups for reps and it look good and, you know, feel confident in that lift. So I think for someone who doesn't have the gym anymore to build your strength, you know, you can still build your strength at home, but maybe the the long-term goal might have to change to things like pull-ups, things like pushups, uh, body weight exercises, um, that can still be challenging enough for sure. And you can still prove to yourself and exceed expectations. But maybe instead of exceeding expectations with like, you know, a 200 pound deadlift, maybe now you're doing it with, you know, single leg squats or like body weight stuff that is more advanced and kind of working your way up to that. Like I know a lot of people are working on their pistol squats right now, which is like normally a more advanced version of squatting. Yeah, that's been going 
really, really well. And I would say it's good to have some kind of goal during these times. I think what really tops is that when people don't have their job and they can't go outside and see people, that they've kind of lost any kind of goal setting they have in the process, um, especially when they legally can't work. So it's kind of like the challenging part of it. And I think setting these kind of fitness goals has definitely kept me sane for sure. Like I think that's the, yeah. and it's kept a lot of my clients safe, you know, because they the gym was their rock. So when we moved at home, a lot of them are like, what are we going to do? And the beauty about strength is that the gym is a tool to use to improve your strength, but it is not the strength place. You can be strong wherever you want. It maybe requires a little bit more creativity. Maybe you have to use some more bands or change your goals. But uh, the gym is just a tool to the overall process. It is not the process in and of itself. Ooh, I love that. I love that. You can be strong anywhere. And it's just it's just a tool and a resource we can use. But you are strong everywhere. I like that. Yeah, it's love a lifestyle. That. Yeah, I was going to say it's a lifestyle. <laughs> All right. So we're getting a little bit towards the end here. So I want to know right now, what would you tell your younger self? Like anything. And it can just be a lesson or whatever it may be. What would you tell them about what you know now? is that sometimes the don't know when it will end or you don't know when it will get better or so it's kind of like and even for or does it get better i think is also the tough part of it as well like for myself there is a large time where it's like i didn't even make, you know like am i gonna see 30 like that's kind of the concern that i had and what i would love to tell them is like it gets better and i think that's like a kind of like and kind of knowing knowing that it gets better i think goes a long way uh, because part of the process, like you don't know when it will end or if it will end. And I think just knowing that would have gone really far. Um, the second one as well as I think uh, my training was pretty subpar until I got my first coach. I want to shout out Chad Hargrove, who's now like a really famous online coach. And I actually knew him before he was famous, which is pretty cool. Um, but he really put me in the right place and put me towards strength. And that really gave me, you know, the the foundation that I have today. And made me a better coach overall for sure learning through him so i i would say like get yourself a, if you're if you're going to be serious about like the strength training process like you're going to want someone to almost like mentor you through it and learn through and it will be worth the investment for sure i think like that's kind of ideas like if you get the right coach it could like literally change your life and your perspective towards the gym and yeah, i i look back and i wish i had gotten one sooner because I had years of silly workouts that I look back, I almost don't like consider them counting. Like when people ask how long I've been training for, I guess like the correct answer is like 10 years, but good training has probably been more like five. Yeah. I, th I think there, that's a lot of people too. Yeah, for sure. And we just look back and we're like, wait, we called that working out. I mean, at least. Yeah. Training, like, right? <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. I mean like you're in the, yeah. Be, being in the gym and having a good workout are, are two different things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, man, it's been such a great chat. So I want to know what your services, like, you know, how, how you're helping women a little bit about that. So this is the shameless plug time. You dive into what you're offering women and how you're transforming them. And then where we can find you too, because I know you're on a few social medias and you also have a podcast, which I will let you tell them the name because it still tickles me every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, so the service that I offer is one-on-one -on -one online coaching for women who want to get stronger 
and that can be pull-ups, deadlifts, like whatever is the thing that, and the thing that really empowers them and makes them feel like a badass. I don't do weigh-ins. I don't do transformation photos because I think they're detrimental to the process. Um, and really we're just focusing on like what makes you feel stronger and actually make you stronger. So that's my like one-on-one online coaching. Um, you can use the link in my bio to apply or just like send me a message if that's something that you're interested in. Um, I have two main places right now. Uh, I'm not going to shout out the TikTok because it is still new and needs work. But I have the Instagram, which is at Training Strong Women, um, where I put a lot of content, basically just building a space where we can talk about women getting stronger and less about the aesthetics and weight loss focus. And then my podcast, which you were on as well, and that was a great episode, um, is called Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. And... Um, oh. Yeah. And we have a lot of content just basically on breaking myths on women in strength training. I bring on women who have gone through the strength process and kind of what it means for them. I've had everyone from like competitive athletes to like moms who just wanted to get stronger, um, which has been really, really great. Um, but yeah, those would be probably the two best places to find me currently. Awesome. Awesome. I love it so much. Marky Mark and the fitness bunch. I love it. Like that is just solid. You need to really like, make sure you keep that safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah just patent it. Make sure it's like, it's mine yeah. forever. Yeah, that's definitely something. Yeah, your podcast is awesome too, guys. He's got a lot of awesome episodes, especially, you know, his solo episodes are really great too. Short, informative, to the point, and packed with value. So definitely go check that out and his Instagram. And what can you leave us today with Mark? Your parting words, just some overall hype for the audience. What, what would you like to leave? I think the overall message is like, if you're a person who wants to get stronger, one, I think you need to believe that you can. I think that's where it starts. Like you believe you can get stronger and whatever potential you think you have is probably much higher than that. So I would say like, don't, don't have your mindset, sell yourself short on what you could be capable of. I love it. That's perfect to leave it on, man. Thanks so much, Mark, for- No worries. It was great. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. No, I, I loved having you on and it was a great, great interview. We haven't, we haven't really had anybody on in a while that's done like strength training and talked about mindset and fitness in the gym. We used to have a lot of, a lot of people on like that and it's kind of just transformed, but to come back around and, and get back to like fitness and strength training, which is where I started at as well. This has been a really big treat and I know my audience is going to love it too. Thanks. No, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks, man. Well, thank you so much. And as you know, freaking stay hype. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing awesome things for women. Appreciate it. Same. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much again for tuning in to an episode of the Hype Girl podcast. We are rocking and rolling this month. I'm so excited. And guys, if you want to get in touch with Mark, if you have some questions about strength training, if you're wanting to maybe learn more about it, you know, and maybe you're thinking about hiring a fitness trainer, go to the link below in the show notes, click on it. That's Mark's link. Let us know what you were thinking about this episode, what you enjoyed most and what you resonated with. Maybe it's something that you learned today. Let us know. Tag us when you're listening his Instagram. Instagram handle and mine, of course, are going to be down below so that you can tag us. Let us know so we can reshare. And as always, guys, let me know what you're thinking about these episodes. Go ahead and subscribe to the Hype Girl podcast. Leave a rating and review. It helps me continue to bring on these amazing, awesome guests. And if you aren't already, go ahead and join the Hype Girl Network for Ambitious Working Women. This is a tribe for hype career women that are ready and willing to take messy aligned action in order to overcome anxiety, step into confidence and become the CEO of their life. You can do it. If I did it, so can you. So are you ready to step into the 
those CEO mindset shoes because once you have that mindset, you become CEO of your life. So thanks, to guy, thanks guys again for tuning in to another episode of the Hype Girl Podcast. I look forward to seeing y'all inside this tribe of amazing, amazing women inside the Facebook group. And as always, stay freaking hype.